management, leadership. If you're all about that, I know that you're ready for the leaderish podcast. Ay, change your mindset because it is vital. Remembering that leader is not all about a title. It's about helping others level up, get their best. Talking about the skills, time to focus, time to represent. Hey, Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that. Time to tune in to the leaderish podcast. Hey, let's go. The leaderish podcast. Hello, everybody. Me, Dr. Brandy here, and welcome to the Leader Ish Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. If this is your first time tuning in, I want you to know who I am and who you're listening to. I believe that we are in the biggest leadership crisis that we've known in our entire world, and I believe that we need more leaders. We don't need any more followers. I believe that leadership is about your character and has nothing to do with your title. And I believe that leadership is truly the great equalizer. I know we've been taught that education is the great equalizer, but leadership is. And so if you're listening to the Leader-ish podcast, I want to be your guide. I want to be your advisor. I want to be your coach. I want to be that person that helps you activate and elevate your leadership. I want to be that person that can help you break through from the level that you're at today. And here's the thing. We're talking about leadership in all aspects of your life. In the last episode, I think episode four, I was talking about your leadership spirit. I was talking about you really embodying the essence of who a leader is and being in alignment across all areas of your life. So if you haven't already done so, go back, go back. I promise, I promise. I know this episode sounds like it's about to be lit. I don't know, do the the young people say, I'm an old millennial, y'all. I'm an old millennial. So it's lit, that might not be that might not actually be um, the word that, that we're still using, but I'm just saying, I know that you may be sounding like, oh, I want to just jump into this episode, but I promise you, the other episodes will not disappoint. Start back from episode one. That's what I would recommend. Um, yeah. And then let's go in order because what I'm doing in this first season is I'm kind of tearing some things down so that we can build it back up. And this episode is actually the second part in a five-part series on really how to activate your leadership and some of the first steps that you need to take. So I don't want you to miss anything or go out of order. If you all uh, have any questions, I'm going to be doing some Q&A episodes, maybe some bonus episodes at the end of this season. You can just shoot me a text, 215-608-5687. And of course, connect with me, y'all. I love LinkedIn. I love my Instagram. So make sure that you connect with me. I'm all over social media at the Dr. Brandy. Of course, it's all spelled out T H E D O C T O R B R A N D I. And let's get it in. So this is part two in the series. Um, We kind of shifted at episode four. And today we're talking about the fact that you need to start with leading yourself. You need to start with leading yourself and leading you. We're breaking this down and for the next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about kind of the different aspects of different domains of leadership. This is my thought leadership, guys. Okay, so um, I have a PhD in educational leadership and policy, a master's in organizational development and organizational leadership, a bachelor's in psychology. I'm not saying this to show off. Really, those are pieces of paper. I've learned a lot more from real life and from working with clients and companies nationally and internationally than any than all of those degrees combined. So I just want to say that. My purpose of saying this <clears throat> is because I want you all to really understand that I'm not regurgitating something that I found in a book. 
I'm taking some of those foundational principles and some of that formal education and nothing is wrong with that. But I'm taking that as well as all of the other things that I've learned professionally as a consultant, as an advisor to leaders, to executives, as someone who really has the pulse on the millennial leadership um, scene. And you might say millennial leadership is a scene. Well, it is now because I have a pulse on it. Okay. But it's something that years and years ago, I started to develop millennial leaders, create programs and things like that. Go check out millennial ventures, uh, millennialventures.co is our website. You can see what we're doing, but, but, but I just want you to understand that, that this is coaching. This is advising. That's what this, this podcast is about. And that's what my goal is for you. So I like to start episodes when I remember uh, with my thesis, right? So my thesis for this, you know, of course, our title is start with leading yourself. And the thesis behind that is really you cannot lead anyone else until you lead yourself. You cannot lead anyone else until you lead yourself. Okay, But we need to talk about honestly, what leading yourself looks like. What leading yourself looks like. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. When I say leading yourself, I'm really saying that in response to what I see in today's workplaces. And it's ridiculous. It's sad, actually. It's sad. It's deplorable. It's ridiculous. It's a hot mess. Like whatever vocabulary word that we want to put in there. And you guys know I'm telling the truth. But what in the world is going on in our workplaces today? Like, really, what is happening with our leaders? I, I'm seeing the weakest leaders in all history ever. Like, like the ego's so big, but your insecurity is so wide that it's like, hey, pick one. Like, be either be insecure and be in, and focus on building yourself back up, but don't be insecure and have an ego because you're showing up in a super dysfunctional way. And you and with the ego, you can't accept help. You can't accept feedback. Like some of you guys need to secretly send a link to these, these episodes to somebody that you work with. Okay, like anonymous, like set up an anonymous Gmail account. Like I need you to listen to this at gmail.com. You know, like you need some help at gmail.com and just start sending these out because I really feel like you guys don't have the power, nor would I recommend that you you attempt in your work environment to hold people accountable in this way or right to share with them uh, some of this information this way or expect them to show up differently because they will retaliate against you because, you know, yeah, they're dysfunctional um, and, and they don't have the character to be able to receive feedback like this. But it's one of those things where we, we really have some big issues in organizations and it's from the top and it's all the way to the bottom and the more dysfunctional an organization <clears throat> is at the top the more it kind of permeates through every aspect of um, other teams and just how things are done and, and things like that but 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 what I'm seeing is people that you can't even lead yourself you literally cannot even, you don't do the things that you are asking other people to do. You are not following the requirements that you require for everybody else. You're not showing up with the character that you're expecting everyone else to show up with. You're not showing up with the professionalism that you want everyone else to show up with. You're not showing up with the responsibility that you want everybody else to have. I'm just saying. And so when, when we have these work environments with these type of leaders, it's hypocritical. And I, if it's one thing I don't like is a hypocrite. I do not like, I don't like someone that says one thing and does another themselves. I don't like someone who's inconsistent where everything out of your mouth is fake. It's phony. It's not even really who you are. 
but it's it's that the rules are good for thee and not for me. Those kind of people, like really, if I could just put y'all in a room and and just and just have my voice on speaker and just lock them in there for hours and hours. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to do that. And so what we want to do is when you start talking about leading yourself and what that looks like, the first step is really answering the question, who are you? And I know that may sound so high level, so existential, like, who are you? Who am I? Let me just think high level. But really, really, we do need to reflect on who we are. Because what I'm noticing and seeing is that a lot of times people are showing up in their professional settings really out of alignment with who they really are. It's not their true identity. We have to get clear with what our identity is. I spent years not being me, not being myself. Who I was was what everyone else wanted me to be, what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. Who I was was trying to people please people and have a little bit of spark of who I am, but it was kind of wrapped in this this people please bubble, right? And it wasn't more of a people pleaser. I wouldn't say that. It was more of a try to impress. I went through a phase where I was like trying to impress people. And so... When you think about who you are, is it what your parents want you to be? Is it what your, or is it the exact opposite because you wanted to rebel against what your parents wanted? So you've turned into, because you have some unresolved issues, you actually are not what your parents wanted you to be. You're the exact opposite. But the problem is you're behaving in that way and you've led a life in that way out of total rebellion because there's an unresolved issue with your parents, right? So either way, there's some control that that they have over you or that, that you have allowed to be over you because you just need to be purely who you are, not who you are in response to who everybody else is. Or, who, or because mom wanted you to do this, so you're going to be the exact opposite. That person still has control over you, right? Okay? I mean, that's, that's another episode, but I'm just saying. But who are you? Are you really trying to show up at your job like everybody else? Like, jobs have become very just fake and phony and pretentious. They just have. This corporate speak that we do, this, oh, my God, exactly. Because um, when you think about it, you know, from underscoring what – our um, innovative uh, acknowledgement was on the surface level contingency affirmed affirmation. You know, it's like the stuff doesn't even make sense, but it's just like, why are y'all trying to use fancy words for no reason? Is that what y'all, is that what y'all are doing? Because everyone's trying, trying to impress everybody. A whole bunch of fake people actually trying to impress other fake people because that makes us think that we're smart. And it's not inclusive. And again, this is not the Diversity and Confusion podcast. You guys can catch me. Look up the Diversity and Confusion podcast. I know this is not that, but we really need to get honest about who we are, how we're showing up, because in on one token, but you know what? Let me sit there for a minute um, and on the diversity piece. On one token, we want to say we want to show up as we are. We don't want to cover. We don't want to. But here's the thing. We do that. We do that. We don't actually show up as we actually are. We play that fake game like everybody else does. And then want to want to bust out on LinkedIn and do a post about covering. And I get it. I get it. I get it. It's in some scenarios, in some environments, absolutely. You realize, like, I really need to fit in for real, for real. Because I, I will not. I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. 
But in a lot of your environments, you have a lot of room to really be authentically you and you're still choosing to show up fake. So who are you? Why are you the way that you are? Is it from the media? Is it from the, your parents? Is it from your upbringing? Is it because you're trying to prove everybody else wrong? Is it because you're trying to show that you are qualified? Which All of those things are from insecurities. Any of those things I just mentioned are a red flag to me that there are some insecurities there. No judgment. We all have them. We all grow through them and, and things like that. So it's no judgment at all. But that's the first step on what you need to do to start really leading yourself. <clears throat> the next thing is, why are you like that? How are you not honoring yourself in that? What do I mean by that? When I was trying to impress, when I was trying to do too much, when I was trying to overperform and outperform everybody and whatever, I would literally sit at the computer all day and not, not allow myself a restroom break. Literally, my bladder is about to explode. Excuse me for getting personal, but I'm just saying we I thought we were cool right now. It's episode five already. So I thought I could be able to share this with you. But I literally would sit there at my computer and the first hour goes by. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to use the bathroom. And the second hour goes by. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, I have to use the bathroom. But I just am addicted. I got to finish another email. Do one more thing. I have to sit there. I have to get this done. For what? I haven't eaten lunch all day. And you know what? The sad part and the dysfunctional part about that is I used to wear that as a badge of honor. Oh, my gosh. How are you? How was your day? Oh, my day was like super crazy busy. Like I'm literally just eating lunch and it's three o'clock. Oh. But you know what? The reason why I was sharing that with people and I was pretending like oh, I'm so like famished, like so famished, like super famished because like I've been working all day. I'm trying to do like that Valley Girl millennial kind of valley girl but like oh my god like all it has a little bit of that <clears throat> frog in your throat vibe to it was that good was that good y'all I mean like you know like all day literally like I had one bathroom break one bathroom break and like just ate lunch just five minutes ago it's three o'clock like that's how my day is gone and I would pretend like something was like really wrong but really I was trying to flex I was trying to flex on you. I was trying to let you know you don't work harder than me. I've had a busy day. I'm so busy and I'm so dedicated. I'm so committed. I don't eat. I don't, I don't sleep. I don't go to the bathroom. I don't. <laughs> but it's like, really? Are you, are you that out of balance? Are you that out of balance? Are you that insecure? Are you that much of a follower that your business is running you? You're not running your business? That your job is working you? You're not working your job to get results? So you need to identify the ways that you're not honoring yourself. Are you sitting there all day not answering the phone to check when your children call to check in on you? When your loved ones or someone calls you, I can't, I'm so busy, why do you keep calling me? Oh. Now sometimes people are bugging you, right? Like sometimes you have to just be locked in. I get that. But what are the ways that you're just dishonoring yourself for, for your paycheck? That's all it is. You're not that passionate about your work. Correct me if I'm wrong. Shoot me a text message, 215-608-5687. If you're like, Dr. Brandy, you are absolutely right. I am passionate. I love what I do. I am just okay. Because there are those of us out there that are like that. I'm one of those people. I'm that passionate all day, every day, right? I love it. I love what I do. I love it. It doesn't even feel like work. It's exciting. But most of you, that's not your case. Let's just keep it real. That's not your case. And so we have to figure out why you're doing that. Why are you dishonoring yourself? Trust me, you're not getting paid enough. For those aspects of your life, for your health, for your stress, limited time with your family members. Okay? You're not. Have that balance. Leaders have that balance. 
They understand that there are certain seasons that they may need to show up a certain way. But overall, they have a little bit of that balance. So in order to lead yourself, quick recap, who are you? Why are you like that? How are you not honoring yourself? Next, that was about you, right? Next is about your relationships. Remember my thesis, you cannot lead anyone else until you lead yourself. Let's think about your relationships. Do a personal audit. Let's think about your relationships romantically with other family members, other friends. These are some signs and symbols that you're not leading in those relationships as you should. Are you being devalued by others? Are you being devalued by others? You know uh, how people behave when they don't value you. They take advantage of you. They manipulate you. I mean, I'm just saying you allow yourself to be manipulated really is the, is the real appropriate way for me to say this because we have to hold ourselves accountable. Here's the thing, guys, because some of you already know you listen to a couple episodes and you may think, gosh, am I in trouble? Like what's going on with Dr. Brain? Like every episode, I feel like I'm in trouble. Every episode, like, like is something wrong? Is she okay? You know what I'm saying? But let me just tell you something. Iron sharpens iron. That is a principle. I believe that's actually a biblical principle. I think that is actually from the Bible. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think so, right? And so when you think about this idea of us having this type of safe space, space and dialogue, talk about leadership, my approach is always going to be kind of that coach, that advisor that wants to keep you accountable, okay? And so it's your responsibility to filter Take the best, leave the rest. So if it's not for you, it's not for you. But there are some things that I'm saying, it is for you. It is something that you need to hear. It is a little bit harsh. It is something that's a little bit candid, that's very direct. And so just let it hit how it hits, okay? That's one of my phrases. Let it hit how it's going to hit. Now, um, if you're being devalued by others um, or if people are not present, if people are just not present, they're there, but they're not really there. They're not really a support for you. Think about family members. Um, there's a principle, and this is also also a principle that I love and I've lived by. It's really helped me to restore and to identify and, and live and walk in um, honorable, reciprocal, mutually beneficial relationships. And it's this idea of being equally yoked, okay? And I can't go through the whole thing. This is a biblical principle, but but man. When you are, just for the lay person out there, right, for the average individual, when you're equally yoked with someone, you're on the same wavelength. You're, you're in the same playing field. You, you're going in the right direction. You're thinking um, along the same lines, right? And so there are some of you that your issue and your challenge right now is that in your network or with your family or with certain friends or your close circle or your social environments, you are not around people who are equally yoked with you at all. You're trying to go in one direction and people just don't get it. They don't, they don't value what you value. They don't value the person that you're becoming. And so in terms of before you can lead somebody at your job, before you can lead somebody in corporate America or at your business or whatever it is, you need to lead these things. Number one, yourself, but you can't lead yourself without some self-reflection because the self-reflection on how you're dishonoring yourself, so on and so forth, is going to help you to create new habits, new boundaries. It's going to help your personal life get back on track and get in order, especially if you're really out of balance. When you're out of balance, you're going to know it because you you don't feel good. You don't feel healthy. You have high anxiety. You're waking up every day uh, feeling like the world is kind of beating you up and you're getting tossed and turned in this kind of washing machine, dryer machine, tornado situation instead of you kind of waking up and being able to lead your day. You feel like you're getting pulled 
pulled in all these different types of directions that you're always behind. You're always trying to pay catch up. You're always, it's just constant or consistent sense of overwhelm all the time. Like you're in a race. You're just trying to make it to the end of the day. Just make it to the end of the week. If I can just make it to the end of the month. If I can make it just to the end of the quarter. If I can make it just to, to the end of the year. You know, that that's really, you're struggling. It's an uphill battle. You're walk. you're on edge. You're on edge. If I could get away with it and, and iTunes wouldn't flag me, I would do the don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Do y'all know that? I'm an 80s baby, so I know that song. Y'all, so everybody might not know that song. The millennial, the younger millennials, you got you guys might not even know that. And depending on what genre of music you've listened to, you you still may not know that. And I didn't I didn't do it justice, but it was a rap, rap song. But you're you're close to the edge right now. Like you're legit close to the edge. And so we have to do that piece. The next thing is your relationships. So you have to have those functional relationships. And it's not only about what how other people interact with you. Let's say you have children. Let's say you have kids. Is your relationship with them functional? Are they stuck in their room with the door closed on on their phone and on video games all day? But you so you told yourself that's normal. But you don't know that maybe they're having suicidal ideations. And I'm, I'm, I'm being I'm being absolutely serious right now. I actually used to work in mental health and behavioral health. The suicide rate is up immensely right now, especially after everything that happened in 2020. And so don't be so busy at your day job and, and keep convincing yourself that that's just what these kids, you know, these kids, these kids. I, I have uh, I understand the teen, you know, I, I have a child in that teen range and let me tell you we love hanging out together we love spending time together I don't allow um, her to lock herself in her room I don't allow her to have x amount of screen time pass me your phone because really your phone is my phone I pay for the bill it's my phone anyway but see we're so insecure that we want our kids to fit in not to be leaders we want, we're training our kids to be followers. And I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but look, the spirit makes me feel like I just need to go here. We're training our kids to be followers. What everybody else got? Okay, let me get you some of that. Let me get you some of those shoes. What is everybody else wearing? Okay, let me get you some of those clothes so you can fit in with everybody else because I don't want you to be left out. Let, 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 let me see what phone, what phone is everybody else getting this because I want to make sure my child has that phone. They got to have that phone because that's the phone that everybody else has. What video game, what video game is it? You don't realize that your children and, and, and again, I have a degree in psychology. This is not the psychology episode, but we have to look at Erickson's stage of development. Identity versus identity confusion is one of the actual stages of development. And you guys are waiting until your children are in that actual identity versus identity confusion phase to train them to be followers. Period. Your kids want to be like the world and they want to be like everybody else. They don't want to be like themselves. And, and the sadder part is they actually don't even want to be like you. Bloop. I'm just saying they don't. And then we wonder why we grow up and then we have to undo all of this and listen to the leader ish podcast to become leaders. You're not even leading your own children. I don't care. I wish my, see some of you, your, your kids are going, I hate you, mom. I hate you. Okay. You, you, you'll thank me later. Thank you. you. Okay. Thank you. You're being dramatic. You don't even, you're in the identity versus identity confusion phase. So none of that even matters. I don't take cues from a child since, since when do we allow children to lead their own lives? They don't know any better. They follow our patterns. 
They're not disciplined because you're not disciplined. They're following exactly what you want to do, what you do in so many ways. It may look different, but the amount of time you may not play video games, but what are you doing that you're addicted to? What are you doing that you're addicted to? Your kids are addicted to the video games, but what are you addicted to? Either way, it's addiction. And I'm not talking about substance abuse and blah, 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 blah. So please do not. Don't, 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 don't waste your time and your thumbs and your fingertips texting me or emailing me because you mentioned the word addiction, Dr. Brandy. I was offended at someone at your caliber would even say anything about addiction because it is a mental, it is, has something to do with the chemical imbalance. I'm not even talking about that. So if you got that from that, just stop listening to the lead, to the podcast right now. Just, just log off because everybody's offended right now. I don't have time for it. I don't have time at all. You will not twist my words. You will not make me, you know, seem like I intended to say something that I did not. So I'm sorry, y'all. I decided to talk to those folks because there, there are some people listening that are just trying to find something, right, to distract me from my mission. And so I'm not saying this to you to, to judge you. I'm not saying these things. But, but, but when you think about leading somebody else, don't come into work and try to be my leader. And you're not even leading your own household. You're not even leading your own children. Get things in order. And guess what? It, it's different. It's uncomfortable. It's, it's, it, it's, it's in the beginning, it can be very scary. And, and when you, ch- but you're changing a dynamic. I call it breaking generational curses, especially in the family. I had to do things differently because a lot of my family history is dysfunctional. And gone are the days where we're going to wait until you get 50 or 60 to settle down. And really 50 year olds be wilding right now. 50 is pretty young. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you get 60 years old and you finally settle down from all your dysfunction from all these years. Well, by that time, your kids is already 30 years old and they have a kids actually. And they've already started those patterns. So we can't wait. You got to you have to lead yourself. It's very important to do that before you come in and try to lead me. So the purpose of this episode really was that personal audit for yourself. Let's start with you. Let's have let let me give you some food for thought on some areas that maybe you are not showing up as a leader already. You want me to give you on the workplace in the meeting, but I was hoping she would give me some feedback on on uh, for those meetings with my boss because I have a promotion coming up and blah 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 blah. You'll never be able to do any of that stuff if you don't take care of what I'm telling you to take care of because it's the insecurity that's stopping you from having that meeting with your boss to ask for the race it's the insecurity because you're trying to people please everybody else that's stopping you from actually holding your team members accountable at your job it's that insecurity for thinking that because you don't have x amount of degree or x amount of certification or you don't speak like everybody else or whatever the case may be or that you're different so you want you want to claim that you honor diversity but you don't even like yourself and the ways that you're different but then you want to go into a workplace and advocate for diversity it's out of order it's out of alignment And so I want you all to reflect on yourselves, on your home environment. Just put a mirror up this week. And it's hard, y'all. It's tough for the short term, but for the long term, it's easy. It's amazing. You're going to be winning on all cylinders. And so I'm encouraging you to do that today. All right, that's it. Because y'all know I can go on a tangent. 
um, reach out to me, connect with me on social media, the Dr. Brandy, um, wherever you're listening to this, I'm sure there will be some links and some connections go to my website, drbrandy.com. That's D O C T O R B R A N D I.com. And then hit me up two one five six zero eight five six eight seven. Make sure that your data and text rates, um, you know, may apply. So make sure that you have that in order, uh, before you reach out, but it will be going, uh, any messages you send will be going straight to me. And if you have any advice or feedback or anything, just let me know. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that. Time to tune in to the Leaderish Podcast. Hey, let's go. The Leaderish Podcast.